Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of The Blush Network and the author of Appointed. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God coupled with raw faith. Now here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hey guys, it's Autumn with the Autumn Miles Show. How are you guys doing out there? I gotta say, we are gonna have an incredible, incredible, incredible week. I'm so excited about my guest today. I will introduce her in just a second. But listen, y'all. You, you listeners are supporting our show and um, that has been incredible for you guys to step up and say, you know what? Yes, I want to be a part of sharing bold truth and raw faith. Um, it, it's, it's overwhelming. So thank you for those of, of you that are donating money because it's because of you that we're on the air. Listen, we can't do this without you. It's a team. If God has laid it on your heart to support the Autumn Miles Show, you can go to our website, autumnmiles.com, and you can give once. You can do a reoccurring thing. But listen, y'all are stepping up, and we are so grateful for that. I don't want to take too much time because we do have a amazing guest on our show. I don't even know if I could introduce her with as much honor as she she deserves. Uh, but I do want to introduce her to her. Her name is Kim Fook. I want to read a little bit about her before we get her on the show just to kind of set the stage. So on June 8th, 1972, during the Vietnam War, a little girl who is now an adult, Kim, Kim Fook, who we're having on our show, made world news when she was photographed escaping her Vietnamese village, which had been bombed with napalm. Nine-year-old Kim Phuc was so badly burned that she was not expected to survive. But after 14 months in a Saigon hospital and 16 skin graft surgeries, she returned to her village to uh, begin rebuilding her life. So in the Vietnam War, there was a time when her Vietnam village was getting bombed with napalm that the bomb, literally everyone had to run out and escape. And a a photographer captured her running out and escaping. It's a very famous picture. And it's basically her running naked as a nine-year-old girl escaping Uh, the bombing. It is such a powerful story. She has written a book, Fire Road, and she is on the show today just to tell us about her story and about her conversion to Christ. Kim, with all honor, just welcome, welcome to the Autumn Mile Show. We're so, so thankful that you've joined us today. Thank you so much for having me. I got to tell you, my whole team, you know, there's several of us that work on the show. Um, Reading your story and seeing this beautiful photograph. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a hard to look at photograph, but a beautiful photograph. It was very emotional. Um, one of, one of the, my assistants is sitting here in, in the studio right now. And she was like, Autumn, I can't even look at it without tears, you know, coming to my eyes. My son is nine years old, Kim. So this picture oh, it's just, so special for me though. Yes. He, and he is special, but this picture for me is you know, takes me there. My nine-year-old son. I mean, it's it, it's very, um, it's just very surreal trying to escape, um, you know, the bombing of, of your village. Um, can you tell me a little bit about um, y- you, that, that entire scenario, what was happening 
why you were escaping your village. For me, at that moment, what happened to my village, when the uh, North uh, Vietnamese soldiers came to my village and they wanted to occupy our village. And so as a child, we moved to another place and stayed in the temple. For us, it seemed like a new adventure. Right. I didn't remember uh, how dangerous, how, you know, about war. No, not uh, not at all. Just a little bit different. But then we hiding in the temple for three days Mm. with other villagers, another uh, South Vietnamese soldiers. They protected us there. And so as a children, we just allowed to play around a bomb shelter, mm-hmm. not far away as a normal, but I have my cousin, my brothers, and uh, another children. Then I remember on the third day, hiding in the temple at lunch time, I just still playing with my uh, my cousin, my favorite cousin. His name Jan, D A N H. Right. He's just about three years old. Mm. And then suddenly we heard the soldiers yell for us and ask us to run uh, because the temple was going to be bombed. And the adults just uh, follow up uh, with us. Then I was one of the children ran out first. And I remember when I just got in the front of the temple, and I got into the Highway 1, then I saw the airplane was so loud and so fast, and it's so close to me, and I just stayed there. I supposed to be, you know, to, to run faster, but of course, as a child, I just stood right there, and I turned my head, and I saw, I looked at the, the airplane, and I saw four bombs mm. landing down. Then I heard the noise, boop, 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 boop. Mm. Then I saw the fire mm. everywhere around me, and then I just saw the fire on my left arm. Mm. And I used my right hand. I took it off. You know, I tried to 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 wrap it out. And then, of course, my clothes just was burned off by the fire. My goodness! I didn't have time to take it off. No. Mm. But then I was so scared, and I remember the thought at that moment. My thought. I thought, oh my goodness, I became ugly because I got burned. Then <laughs> people, they will see me different way. Oh, gosh. But at that time, in that moment, I was terrified. Mm. I knew it. It's a different. Then, of course, I just ran out of that fire. And um, at that moment, I remember, I didn't see anyone else but fire smoking. Mm. And... Um, Honestly, I thank God that my feet weren't burned. Mm. So I was able to run out of that fire. And I saw my brothers and my cousin and more 
are soldiers, South Vietnamese soldiers, then we kept running and running and running. Until for a while, I saw many people on the street. And then I was so tired to run anymore, then I stopped. Mm. And I cried out, too hot, too hot. So I remember one of the soldiers uh, gave me some water to drink, and I, um, of course, he tried to help me. He poured water over me. In that moment, I lost consciousness. I passed out. I didn't remember anything else. Mm. And all the story that I learned later on from photographer, from my mom, from uh, reporter, you know, uh, whosoever was there. And then that's how that happened in that time. So just to recap, for those of you that have just joined the show, we have Kim Fook that have jo- has joined us today. She was in her village was bombed in a Vietnam, a Vietnamese village village um, in 19. I want to get this right. 1972. Um, uh, and she was caught in the bombing. Um, And there is a very famous, famous picture of her running away from the bombing um, where as a nine year old girl, she's uh, she's escaping and she's she's telling us her story of of just what happened and is going to tell us what God uh, has done through it. Kim, you say that you looked at your right arm and it was completely caught on fire. Um, what per, what percentage of your body was burned? Because I know you were burned pretty, pretty badly, but what percentage of your body was, was burned? I think it's about 65%. Uh, all my neck, my arm, my all my back. Oh, man. Down. Uh, and uh, my right hand. Yeah. Mm. With a little body. Oh, my goodness. Wow. And yes. It's, so you mentioned that you passed out and you don't remember what happened. What did happen after you passed out? What 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 ha- what was uh, the events shortly to follow thereafter? I learned about my story. <laughs> <laughs> like a photographer, um, I call him Uncle Ut. Okay. He's a part of the family. Yeah. Um, yes, and so he's my hero as well. He took my picture, then. After I pass out, and he say that he has um, uh, the car, and then uh, one of my uncle just asked someone help uh, the people who are wounded to take them to the hospital. And so Uncle Ood, it means photographer, told me that he took me to the nearest hospital. Mm. I was severely burned, so they just rejected. Oh, no. And Uncle say you have to take her in because he showed his ID. If you not take that patient, you're in trouble tomorrow mm. <laughs> because they, they talk about the, the power of uh, media, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Finally, uh, they took me in and then they take care of me, but... I just learned that because I was severely burned, so they couldn't keep me in that hospital. So they moved me to the first children's hospital. And in Saigon, it's a big city. Mm-hmm. And there, they for three days, 
then my mom, my father, my brother, everyone uh, divided to looking for me because they lost me. Mm. And then I learned uh, about the reporter, Chris Queen. He came to the uh, the, the hospital. He he visited uh, me uh, during three three days. That is, I stay. Nobody from my family uh, with me. And so that is a one part. And another part that um, my mom uh, found me in the morgue. Did they think you were dead? Is that why they put you in the morgue? Why were you in the morgue? Because you were clearly still alive. (laughs) Yeah, because they have no hope on me. Oh, my goodness. But I learned that time there were so many patients they just focus on the children who can survive. Oh my goodness! Because they were oh, they were overcrowded. No mm. more hope. Wow. So they gave up hope on me, mm. and that's why they played me in the morgue. Oh my goodness, uh, Kim, that's crazy. I, I just because of time, I, I I I absolutely hate to do this, but God didn't give up on you. He didn't. Exactly. I, I, I want to fast forward your story a little bit. <laughs> God didn't give up on you. Isn't that, 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 that alone right there, I'll preach. When people honestly, give up on you, I God always won't. say, hey, look, gal. He say, I'm not finished with you, little girl. <laughs> Precious. <laughs> wow. So talk to me about you finding sort of your purpose. This was an incredibly dramatic event that you went through, tragic event. I can't even imagine but um, how did you find God and really your purpose in, in life? By the way, if you're joining us, her name is Kim Fook. She has written a book about this story called Fire Road that was released. You can get it anywhere books are sold. Her website is KimFoundation.com or FireRoadBook.com. Kim, talk to me about your conversion to Christ and finding your purpose. Right. Um, as I, growing up, I was raised with the Kaudai religion. That religion created in Vietnam, and my entire, almost people in my province, Tainin, believe in that, includes my family, and I was in the fourth generation in that religion. Mm. But then for me, I think I was missing something. Mm. I, growing up, and as you know, everybody knows that I suffer a lot. And going home from the hospital, I was so much searching the question, the answer. Why me? Mm. And why I have to suffer? And I was devoted so much in my religion, Kaudai. Then... The time passed by. About 10 years later, unfortunately, the Vietnamese government, they discovered, they rediscovered me. I am that little girl in the very famous picture, uh, still alive. And they started to, uh, anyhow, they started to uh, using my time for interview, for filming, and unfortunately, at that time, I was in uh, in the first year of medicine school. Mm-hmm. That I'm, my dream 
yeah, about being as a doctor. Yeah. Then eventually they cut short my study, and that seemed to me I became another victim. Mm. I I lost my hope, my dream, my future, and so the I gov- didn't know what I have to do. Let me stop you right and there. My question come back again: Why me? Why I have to suffer? And I desperately, mm. I want to know the purpose. Why I still alive? Yeah. What going on with me? And I pray to many gods. Uh, as they name on the list, I worship and I pray as the, with the Kaudai religion. But it seemed to me it nobody answered me. <laughs> wow. No, not at all. And my heart is so empty. My heart is full of hatred, bitterness, and anger about my life, mm. about myself, about people, about religion. It's What's going on? Mm. Even I doubt about God. Where are you, God? Mm. Why did it happen to me? But that all the question in in my heart, no one can answer. Okay, so for me, this is the thing: is during that time is a really low point in my life, and I went to search, to seeking, to find what's going on with me, and then. Uh, because I wasn't, uh, I, I, um, I couldn't able to go to school anymore. So I dig into the library <laughs> in the big city in Saigon. Then I just looking into the religious section in order to read. I poured out so many books and I read and I read. You know what? Among the books. I found the New Testament. Wow. And I read and read. The more I read, the more questions I had. Wow. <laughs> I understand. When I read into the John um, uh, 14, 6, yeah. when Jesus said, I am the, you know, the way, the truth, <laughs> the life. No man can come to the Father but by me. I said, what? Mm. I was so confused why my religion, how die, taught me different, and why Jesus say like that, which was true. Mm. And, you know, I just seeking the truth, and I ask God, why? Why me? And where are you? Do you exist somewhere? Please help me. And mm. so that is all just in my book. <laughs> Eventually, you know, I try, God. If you real, please answer my prayer. And one of my prayer, I ask God, please give me a friend, in order I can talk to, in order I can share with my burdens, my 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 difficult, my problem, my trouble. And so finally, uh, during that time, I was living with my sister family, and my. My uh, brother's in-law, my brother-in-law, he has a cousin who's a Christian, and his name Anne. Mm-hmm. And so he came to visit uh, my sister family, and then I knew he's a Christian. So I asked him all the questions that I had, <laughs> <laughs> and 
tried to explain to me, but you know, it, it was so hard for me to accept the his explanation about Jesus, mm. and um, because I was so deep in Kaudai, mm. but then. I, my question is, I just ask, you, you, you say God loves, but why I He allowed me to suffer that much when I just nine years old, mm. right? Yeah. That's my question. I couldn't, I, I couldn't get into that. Uh, but He finally, He asking me, He invited me to come to the church to hear more about the Bible, and you know uh, that 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 solution. Then I am so glad mm. I went to the church and I tried. And then from that point, I got answered my prayer. I found a friend. Mm. And then I just continued to go to church because of my curiosity. Eventually, in 1998, as a Christmas time, is the day that the pastor, our pastor, preaching about Christmas, and then he asked the question, why we celebrate Christmas? Because a baby Jesus mm. came to the world, and then he died on the cross to pay for our sins. If anyone opened his heart to Jesus and accepted him as a personal Savior, Jesus will come into his heart and bring in peace and take away any burdens. Wow. Mm. You know, at that time, when I listened to that, I said, that he spoke to me. Amen. My heart really touched because I really needed that peace. And I really needed somebody come into my life, remove all the burdens that I carry on at that time. So after the invitation, I went to the altar, and then I just opened my heart mm. to accept Christ as my personal Savior. You know what? It is amazing turning point in my life. Yeah. I, was nine, I was 19 years old in Vietnam, and that is a just, you know what? It, it's, it's just, I can see that. Yeah. The situation around me didn't change. Yeah. Even get works. <laughs> but in my heart, yeah. It was, it was a changing. Kim, I, let, I, let me let me stop you, honey. I, I I don't I don't want to because I think everyone in the studio is so mesmerized by what you're saying. I think we could listen to you all day long. Um no. So, so many different things. We're unfortunately we're out of time, but so many different things I would love to touch on. Um, you know, it's it's amazing to me that you, you were praying to all the gods of your religion, but felt empty. And I think that is that is exactly where we're we're at in our world today. We're choosing other gods over the God, the Almighty God, and um, the fact that He led you to a New Testament in the library and. You found the verse. How crazy is that? That he gave you the New Testament and you found the verse. I am the way, the truth and the life. And, um, you know, I, I mean, I could go on and on and on about your story. But, um, you know, I know because you're sitting here talking to me today that God has really redeemed and worked through everything you've done. 
You guys that are listening today, her name is Kim Fook. She has written a book all about her story. I know it's mesmerizing. You guys were probably totally mesmerized um, by listening to it. It's called Fire Road. It is available everywhere books are sold. Kim is the very famous little nine-year-old girl in a picture when her Vietnamese village and just specifically the temple that she was housed in at that time uh, was bombed with napalm. I, I want you guys to go pick up her book and just be encouraged. Those of you that are seeking you're searching for the Lord. You've been through. Maybe I, I even feel like God is telling me a physical illness, a f- something physical, um, a disease of some sort. You know, Kim went through a lot with her burns that not only affect her physically, but but emotionally, I know as well. Why did this happen? You keep hearing her say that. Um, if those that have questions, I would just direct you straight, direct you straight to this book. Fire Road um, by Kim Fook to um, to really explore these questions and find the answer, which we know is in Christ. Kim, it is an absolute honor for you to be on our show today. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, thank you so much for your time, for lending us your story, and just for the grace that you so clearly display. The grace of God is just it just oozes from you. And um, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being on our show today. So much. <laughs> well, thank you. And thank you to all you listeners out there. You will catch me right back here tomorrow on The Autumn Miles Show. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Miles program is listener supported and your donation to keep it on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And with a $100 donation or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn's book, Appointed, Your Future Starts Now. Join us next time for The Autumn Miles Show on The Word, 100.7 FM.